0: I'm George Flynn, we're finally here, Life Hacks Handbook, and we're going to talk about the life hack to cure fear. I didn't say decrease it, I didn't say minimize it, I didn't say, you know, live with it. I said cure fear. The life hack. And I was always one of those kids that wanted the answer, and I would go back and, uh, you know, read the instructions, I would always wanted to see how something worked without reading the instructions. And these instructions are going to be so simple that you're going to say, wow, why didn't somebody tell me this before? Where was this book when I was growing up? I was talking about writing this book with one of my grandchildren and uh, I said, well, what do you think this title of a book like this should be? And she said, where was this book when I was growing up? And that was a little bit too long, but I like the title. Let's get the idea and we're talking about life hacks and this is a handbook of life hacks. So, we're going to do something to eliminate fear and we, we've discussed why we have the fear and we've discussed the basics of fear and what is fear? We've all heard the mnemonic. If you haven't heard it, I'm going to tell it to you. What is fear? F-E-A-R. Right? False evidence appearing real. False evidence appearing real. So this fear appears extremely real to us and it sets off all of these reactions in our brain to the point that we can't think. We're so afraid we can't think and when we can't think, we're enormously hindered. What is the answer? The life hack is fears. F-E-A-R-S fears. And that, whenever you feel afraid, you can think of the word fears. And I'll go through why and the letters and what they mean and once you understand this, you have a life hack to get rid of your fears and do it within about a minute. Three minutes at the most. First of all, if you find controllable items, you find a, something you can control. Because when you're fearful, you think you're totally out of control. You can't control anything everything is you know going to pot and you tell your brain you find controllable items. You tell your brain okay what can I do? Well I can get up in the morning, I know how to shower, I know how to brush my teeth, I know how to make my my bread or food or breakfast, coffee, tea, I can Control that. There are items in my life I can control. I'm in control of this and that, and I can control what I wear, I can control, I can wear the blue shirt, or the pink shirt, or these shoes, or those shoes. Look at all of the items I can control of. And your brain says, when you tell it this, your brain says, Oh, you are in control of some things. And what the brain does, it relaxes. Now this finding the controllable items is sort of like the serenity prayer. And I will not get the whole thing right, but it basically says, uh, God give me the uh, power to see the things I can control and the things I can't control. And the wisdom to know the difference between the two. And what you're trying to do is find things you can't can't control. Don't focus on those. Focus on the things you can control. And that's what you want to do. You can control certain things. You can control the TV set. The input that you have. You can control if you're going to... Watch TV, listen to radio, read newspapers, magazines. You can control what goes into your mind. And that's probably the most important control that you have. What goes into your mind. Okay, you're afraid, you feel this fear, and you say, What am I going to do? What am I going to do? First of all, find your controllable items. That's F. E is You figure your problem out. You expand your problem. You don't try to condense your problem to one thing. Everyone says, oh just break it down into one problem, you know, break your problem down. I say expand your problem. Write down every little nuance of the problem. Well, this is problem, this is wrong, this is wrong. Expand it as much as you can and then When you expand it, you find one little area that you can take care of, attack, solve, address, one area. And you address that one area. You have an action plan for addressing that one thing, either in the next minute, hour, days, weeks, months, years, you address that one little part of it. Now remember you've expanded it and then you're going to address another little part of it. And every day or whenever you you address that one little part of it that you picked out, when that's done, you move on to the next one. Then the next one. But you've got an action plan. And when you have that action plan, your brain again relaxes. It says, hey, I got this. I can, you know, take this little part of it, and this little part of it, this little piece of it, and I can handle it, and once I add all of these up, I'm done with it. That's the F and the E. The A, remember, we're spelling the word fears, F-E-A-R-S. The A is shift your attention. A is attention shift. You're going to shift off of the problem, thinking about the problem, 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 and all the parts of it, you're going to focus on the solution, the answer. And you know, has there been anybody in your state, in your position, that has succeeded? Anybody? You know, remember the the lady that was homeless? and she had a good imagination. She started writing a book. She wrote a bunch of books while sort of homeless and living you know, on the subway in England. What book did she write? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. What people, who have you seen that's in your same situation, that has succeeded. That's the reason the Rocky Balboa movies are so successful. That's the reason the Hero's Journeys movies are successful. You start out with nothing or at failure. You go up, you have some trials and tribulations, and you may be having those right now, but you succeed because you persist. Because you have focused your attention off of your problem and onto your solution. What you're going to do is look at it and say, you know, as a general rule, people in this situation fail, but I'm the exception to this rule, because in every rule, every general rule like that, there are exceptions, and why not you be the exception? I don't care how bad your problem is, you can be the exception. And what you do is you decide you're going to be that exception. Even if your problem looks unsurmountable, you're the exception. And that's what I want you to understand. Because your shift of your attention is off your problem and onto your solution. Therefore, you're going to be the exception, not the rule. So we've gotten the F and the E and the A. Now we're going to have the R. Reality, you know, this too will pass. The goldfish, his attention span is somewhere between five and eight, seven seconds we'll say. My son says it's five seconds, I say it's seven seconds. But to the goldfish, if he's been hungry for five seconds, he's been hungry his entire life. If he's been tired of swimming for five seconds, he's been for his entire life, he's been tired of swimming because of his attention span. This too will pass. What is the longest time that I can stay in this condition, this mental condition? How long will I stay anxious? How long will I stay fearful? How long will I stay down? It will pass. The corollary to this is when you're up at the height that will pass too. And what you want to do is have them level out. If this is neutral and you have your ups here and your downs here, you want to level out at right here above neutral. You know, there's the story of the uh, Roman, I think he was emperor, riding in his chariot, and he had a guy whispering in his ear, this won't last, this too will pass. Just reminding us that this won't last forever. We will pass this, and that way, in reality, we aren't kept down. Now, we've done the F, the E, the A, the R, and the S. What is the S? Take a deep breath and sigh. Breathe. When you breathe you can block the mental chatter by focusing on your breathing. And I want you to do that. Take a deep breath, sigh, and focus only on your breathing for about five minutes. Other people say 20 minutes. Some people say you got to be practicing yoga, or you got to be meditating, or you got to be under hypnosis. All you have got to do is breathe, focus on your breathing for somewhere between 5 and 20 minutes. And if you really push for time, 3 minutes is enough to change your focus and block out the mental chatter and this changes everything. Now the reason we say 5 to 20 minutes is the brain chemistry needs to, all of those chemicals that are going on in your brain, they need to have their chemical reactions and dissipate. And it takes a little bit of time. It's a chemical reaction. And we're waiting for the chemistry to relax. And the chemical reaction to take place and its effect on your brain and your neurons and your white matter and your gray matter. We, we want that to dissipate. That's the reason we just shut off the chatter. You know if you find yourself, there's an old story, if you find yourself in a hole, the one thing you want to do is stop digging. So if you find yourself in a mental hole, the one thing you want to do is stop pouring those chemicals on your brain, stop having those thoughts on your brain that reinforce that chemistry and keep going up and up and up in anxiety. The way you do it, you break the cycle by focusing on your breathing for 3, 5 to 20 minutes, somewhere in there. And the chemicals will dissipate and you'll feel better and you'll refocus and now you've got the life hack to conquer fear. Remember? Find something you can control, expand your problem and you know, attack the little chunks, shift your attention off of the problem onto your solution. Look at reality. This too will pass. And next and finally sigh and breathe. F-E-A-R-S. Memorize this When you're afraid, remember fears and you will have the life hack to conquering your fear and anxiety. Thank you.